Round Trip Healing Journey to Our Past by Ion Farrar The cave you fear to enter holds the treasure you seek. Joseph Campbell Hi, this is Ion Farrar. I'm glad you're here. If it's your first time here, this channel is about self-realization and honoring life's purpose and meaning. If you're interested in these topics, please subscribe to stay connected. Today, I would like to invite you to view your life in three chapters, your past, your present, and your future. Which one of these can best describe your current focus in life? Is that your past and what you have gone through so far in life? Is that the present and how you currently experience life? Or is that your future and the person you hope to become? Some of us are more focused on the past in search of answers or emotional resolutions of challenging experiences we had in the past. Alternatively, we may focus more on the present because we either live a very busy life filled with routine actions, or just in contrary, live a calm and spiritual life that invites us to live in the moment. Lastly, we may find ourselves much more focused on the future, for example, by being goal-oriented or forward-looking toward things that are yet to come. As you notice which one of these could best represent your current focus in life, how do you feel if you end up living the same life you live now until the end of your life? Do you think you would feel satisfied with the life you lived or what you have done in this world? Are you able to find purpose and meaning in the life you lived? These questions may seem philosophical, but thinking about them help us see our current life from a different perspective. To me, our past, present, and future are inseparable dimensions of our being, like the chapters of a novel, a novel that can only make sense when past, present, and future all come together as a harmonious and meaningful journey. The content of our today's presentation can be summarized in the following points. Whether we notice it or not, our past holds the key that unlocks our greatest transformation in life. To unlock that transformation, we must first heal our past. Our present and future can only find their true meaning only after we healed our past. Let's contemplate on these. Importance of our past to our present and future. What is the relationship of our past to our present and future? From the perspective of our rational mind, past is already behind us so there is no point to even think about it. That is probably why 
leaving our past behind is a popular message to hear. But in my opinion, our past holds the key to our freedom and the best possible future in our destiny. So our path to future should start with a round-trip healing journey to our past. But what makes the past so important? Our past is important because it reflects how we have become the person we are today. It is the database of all of our life events and their emotional traces that collectively shaped our current personality. It is useful to view our past in two parts, the events that happened and the emotional loads and traces they left behind within us. It turns out that our personality and core beliefs in life are mostly shaped by these emotional loads and traces, often going back to a handful events when we were much younger. Let's consider an example to clarify what I mean by emotional loads and traces. Julia's Sensitivity Julia is a caring and intelligent person but she has some sensitivity to situations when people misunderstand or misinterpret what she says. When people don't understand her, she gets agitated and angry, reacting in a way that is not representative of how she has known herself to be. Julia has become self-conscious about this sensitivity and accepted it as a part of her personality. People close to her have been in receiving end of her agitation and anger and are no longer comfortable interacting with her or asking her questions. Let's contemplate on this example. What does make Julia get so angry when people cannot understand her? If she is open to explore this part of her personality, she may find out that this sense of anger has been with her for a long time, going back to when she was in elementary school. She may remember that day in her elementary school when she was wrongfully blamed and punished for an accident which was caused by her classmate. She remembers that she tried desperately to explain to her teacher that she did not do anything wrong. But no matter what she did, the teacher did not believe her, so she could not clear herself from the blame and felt unfairly treated. This made a part of her really angry toward her teacher who did not understand or believe her. As you can see, the emotional loads of that event in Julia's past is still with her. She might have long forgotten that event, but the anger she experienced in that day is still somewhere within her. The key point here is that extreme emotional loads and traces related to painful events in our past do not simply go away. Even if we consciously chose to forget the events themselves, these extreme emotions remain within us 
waiting to re-emerge every time we find ourselves in situations reminiscent of those past events. In case of Julia, the angry part within her re-emerges every time she feels being misunderstood, making her react in a way she reacted back then. Unless Julia chooses to heal the emotional loads of that event, she remains subject to her anger and how people around her choose to interact with her. Why simply leaving our past behind is not enough. As grown-ups, our life is constantly in full motion, so we have to learn to be practical and rational about challenges we face in life. But we are also sentient beings and emotionally tuned to our environment and interactions at all times. So no matter how rational or in control we feel we are, emotional impulses always find a way to take over. And once they do, our intelligent and rational mind becomes obsolete and out of commission. One moment we are in full control, and in the next we are overwhelmed by emotions, feeling upset, angry, frustrated, discouraged, and so on. Contrary to common wisdom and beliefs, simply leaving our past behind before healing its emotional loads is not enough or as effective as we may think. Of course, we can always try to forget the past, but we continue to carry its emotional loads and traces within us without even noticing it. These emotional loads and traces continue to affect our emotional well-being and decisions in life. So in order to truly leave our past behind, we need to first heal its emotional loads within us. Living in the present So far we have talked more about the past and how it has shaped who we are and how we see the world today. But our rational mind does not care much about this, because life goes on and we also need to find a way to move on. Our rational mind does that by making our life either present-focused or future-focused. Let's contemplate on what it's like to be present-focused. When we are present focus, we live in the present moment. We don't really need to think about what happened in the past. We don't need to worry about the future either. And above all, we don't need to plan or wait for the experience of joy or gratification. So everything we need happens in the present time. There are often two common ways we can live in the present. We either become spiritual, especially traditions to promote stillness, meditation, or being present in the moment. Or live a busy life through daily routines, activities, habits, active lifestyle, following news and current affairs, entertainment, leisure, etc. 
Living in present is attractive and appealing because it leaves us no time to think about anything beyond what's important today. When we live in the present, both the past and the future become insignificant and even irrelevant. Living toward the future As we saw, living in the present is attractive because it keeps our mind away from painful events in our past and unknown events in our distant future. This works for most of us, but for some of us, especially in the first half of life, focusing on future is more attractive. When we are focused on future, we don't need to think about what happened in the past. We don't need to worry about or judge our life circumstances we are in now. Above all, we don't need to fear dullness or nihilism because the meaning of our life lies in the future. Living toward the future brings hope and opportunity, especially when we are younger and hopeful about what we could achieve in life. But as we get older, entering the second half of our life, the hope and prospects of an ideal future gradually fade away. That is why most people nearing 40s experience midlife crisis to various degrees. The reason is that in the first half of our life, prospects of an ideal future keeps us alive and agile. But once we reach midlife, these prospects are either have materialized or lost their potentiality and attractiveness. As our future prospects fade away, our past and present dimensions of our life re-emerge for some needed attention. So it appears that no matter how far we can get from our past, either through living in the present or toward the future, our past always finds its way back to us in search of redemption, resolution, and emotional healing. This is why we need to embrace and heal our past before we can experience fullness in life. Healing our past for our best possible future. To experience fullness in life, we humans need three elements in our lives. I defined these three elements in one of my earlier presentations linked here as having peace, purpose, and meaning. Having peace is about achieving a lasting state of inner peace and emotional well-being. Having purpose is about having a sense of purpose and direction and what we are here to do in life. Having meaning is about knowing the spiritual relevance of our existence in this world. Without healing our past, we cannot find lasting inner peace and emotional well-being. We will be constantly tossed around and affected by our environment and people around us. Even if we manage to control our environment and make people adapt to nuances of our personality, the relationships we end up having 
will not be as genuine because our emotional interactions with others end up shaping our relationships with them. Moreover, without peace and emotional well-being, we may not have enough clarity of mind to find the true purpose and meaning of our lives. Closing Remarks In closing, I would like to leave you with the core message of this presentation, which is simply an invitation for us to heal our past. This healing is possible through psycho-spiritual journey to our past for answers, resolution, and emotional healing. There are several psycho-spiritual and coaching approaches that help us do that. These are Carl Jung's Step Psychology, IFS Self-Leadership, and Psycho-Shamanism or Shamanic Healing. All these three approaches facilitate a healing round-trip journey to our past in search of new insights, resolution, and healing. No matter how spiritual or connected we may be, or how goal-oriented or future-focused we are, it is ultimately the level of our emotional well-being that drives and dictates the course of our life. The emotional well-being that only depends on whether or not we choose to heal our past. Only through this healing we can unlock the greatest transformations in our personality toward the best possible future in our destiny. If you have found this presentation interesting, please like and share it with your like-minded friends. Also, please subscribe to my channel and share your thoughts and comments so I feel encouraged to create similar contents in the future. Blessings.